Though its color brightly shines Can never see its purpose In the pattern of a grand design And the stone that sits on the very top Of the mountain's mighty face Doesn't think it's more important Than the stones that form the base So how can you see what your life is worth Or where your value lies You can never see through the eyes of man You must look at your life Look at your life through heaven's eye. And welcome to Hot Topic, uh, the podcast that's named after my favorite childhood goth store that I used to steal from, and I probably own a men's too. And um, it's about climate change, because I think that not talking about it is pretty weird, so I decided to start talking about it, although I am not qualified to talk about it, or particularly an interesting person to talk about it, but that's the point. I think we should all talk about it. It's Earth Day 2021. I haven't done this podcast in a whole year. I come to you a different man. I have been in my deep, reflective, meditative state of um, waiting out the pandemic in my one-bedroom apartment in Hollywood, California, um, a.k.a. unseated Tongva land, and I have received the message from the universe this year that um, instead of grinding through it, continuing to brand and write and try and do that I should stop. Shh. Don't do it. Just sit there. Just listen. Just cut it out. So that's what I've been doing. And so much has happened this year, obviously. Um, There was a pandemic. We had to stay inside. Um, We had a particularly insane um, presidential leader in office, and we had um, police brutality that was um, beautifully kind of addressed in this sort of changing of a collective conscious um, with the Black Lives Matter movement. Um, There was devastating wildfires that led the whole West Coast basically um, unbreathable air, which is always probably the most devastating time of the year is fire season in California when we can't breathe. And um, then there was the election, which was traumatizing, although it went better than it could. I still hope for much, much, much better days than... I I, I hope for much more. It's always good to celebrate our victories and then hope that our victories 
are much, much more better <laughs> than Joe Biden. Um, but um, yeah, uh, we'll take that inch and run a mile is, is what I'm thinking about all of that. I have, uh, I have hope and optimism today um, and I feel kind of present with the mystical nature of the universe and I have this sort of like I think more holistic view of the way I feel about myself within this um, collective organism of life on this planet and what we have to do to restore balance to it I realize that the way I'm speaking, I sound very mentally ill. I want you to know that I am currently pacing around my apartment. And um, it's all good. I love myself. And um, realize that I'm part of a very sick society that is founded on colonialism and destruction and unchecked power and greed and gluttony. And that I am just uh, one little guy healing from that. And my process personally of healing from that is really weird and really messy and sometimes full of shame and self-loathing. But I like to um, steer away from that and kind of get my eyes back on the prize which is the collective consciousness with, that I am a part of. I'm not just one lone guy that's like so fucked up for no reason. It's like I'm a person created out of this project of colonialism and uh, this idea of whiteness, which was a concept that was created to um, enslave other people and a justification to do whatever uh, we want on the planet. And it's really bad for particularly people of color and ecosystems, but bad overall, bad for everyone. And I've been thinking a lot this year about how a lot of my mental health and discomfort on the planet and generational trauma and addiction. I swear to God, it all comes from that. I swear. I, <laughs> just saying, I think that we're not living normally. And this year in the pandemic has given me great, great insight into that. And it's been really heartbreaking. There's a lot of loss, you know, a lot of us, I wanted to go back to normal. And uh, that makes a lot of sense. Like if you're living one way and you're used to it and then it's disrupted, it's horrible. And of course there was loss of life and all sorts of stuff and it was just devastating. But at the same time, I felt this glimpse of hope that um, normal can be different. We can change. And um, I took the opportunity to start with myself. Still lots of work to go. My healing is not linear. Um, I saw a meme where someone said, it's not cyclical either. It's like a spiral. 
And, uh, you know, you're going through this process all the time, all the way down in the spiral until we get to the middle, which is, of course, the middle of the Tootsie Pop. And um, how many licks does it take, right? So that's just a little bit about me, and I am trying to decolonize uh, divest myself from whiteness and from capitalism. And I've been very programmed to be invested in it, to uh, contribute to it, and it's a slow process of chipping away at that. Um, and it's, yeah, just just to start with, just stepping back, uh, addressing my own trauma. I've been going to therapy for the first time. I haven't had stand-up comedy to distract myself from the fact that I do indeed need professional help. And that is very painful to go through, but you must do it. You must. If you think, do I need therapy? Uh, Do you live on this planet right now? You probably do. (laughs) Yes. And I I, I know it's working because I started flossing. That's right, everybody. I never in my life have flossed my teeth. And I f- see that as a sign of a deep lack of respect for myself and the bones that are in my mouth. And I'm just taking time to send that love to myself by getting debris out of the crevasses of my oral situation. So... There have been victories this year. How is this related? Oh my God. I I just so feel like everything is so deeply related. I feel that so deeply this year. Everything that's happened this year, the interconnectedness between all of us, I mean just the pandemic in general, the earth showing us that, hey, if you throw off the balance of wildlife, I will send a zoonotic pathogen through a bat to you and it will all spread through your collective organism because you are not just individuals. You are part of life on this planet. It's all so connected. Everything we do, how we take care of ourselves, how we treat each other, um, how we go about our day, um, how we think, Um, how we're breathing, which for me right now is not great. Very shortness of breath as I walk around my apartment. But I do feel like I'll say better things if if um, if I keep moving around. That's something else I've been doing, moving my body. Um, I live in a body, um, that is a living organism and it trips me out and, um, Oh, there's a bike outside. I was like, what the fuck is that noise? Yes, so I am... Oh, no, it's birds. Anyway, hopefully I cut that out. I am a living organism that is connected to all of you and um, keeping my um, teeth free of plaque um, will benefit the organism that is connected to all of you. So I floss for you. And... um, Something else this year that I've been doing is just sitting outside, sitting on the beach, sitting in nature, being with nature, 
um, as opposed to, you know, just letting my mind grind out what I'm going to do to save a house or what kind of jobs can I have. And all of that is still important to me. I'm still going to try to um, take care of myself in those ways that are economically based. But I just felt so strongly this year that I was being called to just be quiet. The interconnectedness of everything. I feel so strongly the colonialism and this project of whiteness that is been so destructive to mental health and our way of lives so ugly the uh the feeling of competition of um blaming each other of you know and comedy it can be why does this person have get on that show and they're not even that funny this feeling that there's a lack of resources and and we must put each other down so we can put ourselves on top and you know so much ugliness with blaming immigrants and uh, and just the racism and xenophobia that comes up from that sort of anxiety. It's um, so ugly. <sighs> and to divest from that way of thinking, that way of life, and a lot of the mutual aid that came up during this year, I love that. I felt that there was some room to reimagine society and the planet this year. Even just sitting there and, and, and picturing what could be different, what could be better. You know, when I started this podcast, it was with great anxiety um, of this doomsday that, you know, the climate discussion um, keeps talking about of, you know, how many years do we have left to, to live on this planet? And there's the doomsday clock in New York or whatever it is. I think in Times Square, I don't know. And that kind of focus on like, ooh, this is going to be bad. <laughs> this this train that we're on that keeps moving this direction, we keep doing it, and this is how long we have. And this year, it was like, can we get off the train? Can we have a different thing? And I just even just imagining that, God, what an amazing step in the right direction. This is a weird non sequitur. <laughs> Not really, but there was this movie called Tomorrowland. I want to say it had Robert Downey Jr. in it. Disney uses so much Robert Downey Jr., which just goes to show you that you can just be such a bad boy and then turn it around and make all those Disney dollars. Um but it, it's not a popular film necessarily, and it, it was all sorts of problematic and, and with this whiteness and its white science above all other whatever answers. But um, it was kind of interesting because it was sort of about climate change and doomsday and sort of like what happens to um, the, the, the possibilities if we even just imagine something other than that doomsday. And um, you know how people say like, oh, if you make a, a financial goal, you're like 70% more likely to hit it or whatever. There's some statistic about that that uh, I don't know, obviously, but it's kind of like 
If you make a plan or imagine this happening, you're way more likely to get it than if you don't. So let's do that. And it's not even just like, what do you want for the world? What do we want for ourselves? Do we really want to um, have some career where we're in an office or whatever all the time and just so stressed all the time about how it's going to go? Like, do we want money and power to be the focus of our lives? Like, will that make us happy? For me, no way. It's not fun. I want to do things and have a career and um, have some sort of stability and comfortable living, but... I think that um, that the the prospects of mutual aid and taking care of each other and being together and being a community is way more fun. You know, like, um, I don't know, just what, what do you want your day to look like? What, you know, is it like, is it like you wake up and you have some tea and you write in your journal and then you walk on the beach with a with a dog and you see some dolphins and and then you and then you stop and you read for a little bit and then you like have some a nice avocado toast or whatever and then you um go, go and you play with with uh, your nieces and nephews for a while and then and then maybe you go and you you work on whatever it is that you want to work on in your life and maybe there's a meeting around that maybe then you have a meeting that's like uh, what are what are we doing today? Oh, we're gonna, I don't know, put, put these files over here. Great, we did it. That's our productivity for the day. And then you just go and have this beautiful day. And maybe some people do really want to work all day and uh, want to crunch numbers, and that's great for them. But it's like, I just I love the idea that we're we're maybe not as stuck as we think we are. But it it, it it's not really an individual decision necessarily. It's a collective one and. Uh, we as individuals don't really have any control over the collective conscious. And that's something I'm thinking about today is it's Earth Day. And I guess, you know, Biden is having some climate conference. And I was watching it on my phone, and I noticed that it's not on any of the news channels, which is fine because it's kind of boring anyway, right? It's just like, by 2030, we'll cut our emissions by by half. And it's like, okay, well... I don't know if that's even going to happen or going to work, but but at least you're talking about it, Jesus Christ. It's that little inch that you're giving us, and uh, we're going to take a mile, but um, but I do hope the consciousness shifts a little soon to um, um, us talking about what our visions are more, and, uh, you know... Uh, the the conversation of climate change and what we can do about it and what what we can do differently. I do know that in the future um, it will be way uh, a, a bigger a bigger thing. Um, you know, like there will just be the shift, and and we'll all think about it and talk about it and act on it and kind of be more present with it. And um, and that's already happening to some degree. And I, you know, I really hope that it happens sooner than later because let the fun start, you know, let's start, let's start planning how to have a less evil time, (laughs) like a less, you know, let's roll back the fascism. Let's, let's, um, zone, let's focus on that interconnectivity and by God, it's so intersectional. You cannot 
talk about climate change or solve climate change without first putting in the foreground um, the the people that it's affecting the most, which are the oppressed people, the more oppressed people of the world, um, the, the impoverished people, the people of color, um, the indigenous people. And we have to put them in the foreground, okay? We have to... Um, fascism is the worst thing for the planet, right? It's like, are we, are we just going to destroy the earth and then our Elon Musks and our Bezos are going to have their little colonies and they're going to be the ones that survive and, and have children and then all the descendants of them are going to own the planet after that or whatever's left of it. That's disgusting. I hate that. Let's not have that. So we have to... Um, or we'd, I'd like us to um, divest from these systems of power and imagine a, a, a fucking better world and work towards it. I did that, read that article in the Scientific American. I should probably put in who it's by. Um, but it was about white, white, whiteness and um, anxiety over climate change. It said that Climate anxiety is um, a very white issue um, in that um, com- the, the discussion of climate anxiety is being brought forth mostly by um, white people, whereas um, if you go into communities of color that are more affected by um, the droughts and the flooding that climate change is causing there's more concern for action over climate change and what climate change is doing. But with white people, it is this anxiety of, um, of, Oh no, what are, what are we going to have to give up? Uh, we, we would like it to return to normal and, uh, we would like to keep our, uh, privilege please. And, uh, this change, it's very disconcerting. Um, and, you know, the question for um, my fellow white people who might be listening to that is, how do we turn that anxiety into action and justice? Okay, and um, for me, just doing this podcast is fucking lame as it is. Um, just talking about it, I can't tell you what a relief it's been to me. It's so weird to not talk about it. Um, it sounds upsetting to talk about, and actually, at first, it'll feel worse than than not talking about it. Um, not talking when you first start talking about it, it's like you're going to have a meltdown, right? Because you, it's like, God, what is this thing we're addressing? You know, it's like I just want to like be in my little bubble and do do what I normally do, and I want my plans to continue for my life. I want how I vision my life currently to continue, which is I get a house and a dog and a career and and I and I don't really worry and I watch TV and it's and it's a fun time. But there's a, there's an even better um plan for you that that you don't know. Not to be weird about it, but um engaging in justice and restoring the balance of um the ecosystems of this planet. It's going to be way more fun for you than, than whatever you, else you have planned. And it's not even like you really have to shift your lifestyle or anything like that. To begin with, Just we're just doing a little tiny baby shift into like 
Let's talk about it. Let's have a converse. Let's start um, engaging and reading those articles. It sounds like it'll feel worse to know because you're like, oh, I can't do anything. I can't change anything. Why? What's the point? And I get that. That's like, I spent so many, you know, before I got sober, I spent so many years uh, being like, oh, this alcoholism is such a problem. There's nothing I can do about it. Um, and then at some point it just got so bad that I just, the pain internally that I just like surrendered to this idea of like, I can't live in this way anymore where I ignore this problem. And I, you know, I had to get help, right? I didn't just say, okay, I'm going to stop drinking. Like I couldn't do that on my own. I had to get help. So call upon people, you know, and be like, I have feelings of uh, this climate stuff and um, I need help. And then um, talk to people about it. You know, it's, it's a community effort here. And there's tons of, you know, you can talk to, um, uh, lo- you know, your friends <laughs> or me. Fuck, I don't care. Uh, just email me at sealycomedy at gmail.com. That's S-E-L-E comedy at gmail.com. I'll talk to you. I don't care. I'll listen to, I'll listen to you cry. Be a mess. I don't care. Um, it'll, it'll make you feel better to start engaging. Um, and you might think, uh, hey, you know, uh, whatever I do, it's, it's not going to be enough. It's like, first of all, who cares? You know what I mean? You don't know. You don't know. You don't know what your impact is on this earth. You have no idea. The, the butterfly effect that your um, elevated consciousness can bring to the table. Oh, my God, I'm getting so out of breath just walking around my apartment. The allergies this time of year. By the way, climate change is making allergies worse. So please, everyone, let's get on this. Um, so, yes, um, getting connected, talking to people, and um, re- start reimagining your life in the ways that you can connect with nature and um and and some of it's fun some of it isn't even necessarily like oh i have to solve climate change some of it is hmm, i'm gonna go to a lecture on zoom about the wildlife in la oh shit um there's a um mountain lion that has been living in griffith park for a long time and his name is p22 and um here's all these videos of him oh my gosh he just jumped an eight foot fence without even getting a running start these animals are amazing what can we do for these animals um okay we're gonna stop we're gonna try to eliminate rat poisoning which at one point um, gave P22 uh, mange that almost killed him. So, you know, what can I do for the local animals? Because you, you start to kind of get to know them if you engage with the scientists that are tracking them and all that. And, and you start to love them and uh, be like, okay, I'll, I'll sign this petition or I'll da- donate 20 bucks to make wildlife bridges for these pumas so that they don't die because as we see from covid we need predators to keep the prey populations down to keep disease numbers down so yes go pumas um i don't know what to say uh about what i don't know who you are i don't know who's listening i don't know what you should do personally but get get small with it start small 
you know, there, start local, see what's going on because you meet people and it's fun and, uh, stay intersectional. Be like, what are, what are the, um, the native people here or people of color who are most affected by pollution and stuff say about what they need? There's an organization in Los Angeles called Stand. It's Stand Against uh, Neighborhood Drilling. And um, they work... There's places in L.A. where they're literally drilling next to people's houses, mostly in black and Latino communities. And, um, And it makes them sick and kills them. Like... Especially, you know, in a year such as COVID, where um, we have a respiratory disease, um, you know, circling, uh, uh, spreading. Uh, (laughs) um, You know, these kinds of things like pollution are so important. And, you know, you might not be like, oh, I just solved climate change by signing this um, petition or going to this online event or in-person event or um, writing this letter to um, my local um, district representative. But um, when something passes, like something did recently, that's like, hey, um, the district council like voted to um, start a process of stopping neighborhood drilling. It's like, wow, that's cool. Okay. You, you start feeling little victories here and there when you, when you help people and animals. And it's a good time. So that's what I want us to do. And it feels good. It, and, you know, it's funny that I'm, I'm doing this podcast because I do so little. I'm not, I, I could not even really call myself a climate activist. I'm mostly a comedian. And mostly what I do in my life is nothing. So, so if you're like, uh, oh, what, 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 I'm just saying, do start with the minimum, which is maybe what I'm doing. You say, should, should you do more? I just, I really truly believe this all or nothing mentality of, I have to change my whole life and stop driving my car and stop eating meat or whatever it is. And maybe you start doing those things, you know, uh, maybe you do stop eating meat. Uh, you know, if you live in LA, the, the vegetarian vegan scene, so fun. There's so much good food. So maybe you do do that, but maybe you don't. Um, maybe you keep going to your day job and keep using disposable diapers. But if you engage a little bit mentally and spiritually and, and just go out and sit with nature and, 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 and see what those animals are about out there, watch the woodpeckers in Griffith Park. What a great time to just watch. You know, the more engaged you, we are with nature, um, the better we feel. I think I read something that was like um, about mental health, and it was like people who spent like four hours outdoors like were like significantly happier in some study than people who didn't. Just go outside, man. Literally, the first step, just go outside. Anyway, I feel like this has turned into a big what you should do section of this podcast, but I, I don't even really mean it to be. Uh, I'm trying to be helpful, and I'm mostly talking to myself, truly. Um, maybe no one will listen to this podcast and it's literally me just talking to myself. Have you ever considered that? (laughs) I have, and I'm fine with that. I'm fine. (laughs) Listen, 
I, I don't care <laughs> about so much because I don't know. Um, you know, we realize that we know only a little over here. And by we, I mean my multiple personalities. Um, I guess my, my biggest lesson is um, that, it, that I want to, for myself, that I want to chip away at my own toxicity. And by that I mean like literal toxins. <laughs> um, I want to get involved in making the air cleaner, making the ocean cleaner, and also just like toxic um, behavior, toxic um, racist, um, sexist, homophobic, all of these program, all of this programming that's that that has been done inside me. I, I'm I'm allowing it to deprogram. And um, I I just I want to be free. You know that 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 was part of not drinking, and that was probably the best thing I could do for decreasing my toxicity levels. Is um, I <laughs> I don't want to poison myself anymore. Um, oppress, oppress, oppression is toxic. Um, and not being connected to the planet that I live on, that I'm literally a part of. Um, <laughs> I am a, an organic matter that will decompose and return to the earth. Um, I'm not separate. And... I'm not separate from any of you. Um, I hope every day that I have the humility that is needed to um, continue to heal, which is, for me, humility before uh, sitting in front of the ocean and feeling my connectedness to it and how small, what a small part of everything that I am. It's... It's so beautiful. All of my ideas of who I am and what I should do um, wash away when I just look at the ocean. And I try to remind myself to bring that same humility to literally everything. Uh, Humility in front of the ocean. Humility in front of the lady in front of me in the line at Starbucks. Humility um, with my partner, my family, and just acknowledging the fact that I don't know. I'm just one guy. I think, you know, if you're a white person like me, one of the best things we could do is lighten up our grip, (laughs) lighten up our will. Um, You know, I watch these white vegan, these dear sweet young white vegans on TikTok who probably just watch Sea Legacy, which God help them is... It's just not, it's not a very um, uh, intersectional nor heavily scientifically researched documentary. God bless their souls. And these white vegans going after indigenous people for the way that they hunt or live off the land or whatever, especially like Inuit people, because that came up in um, the documentary Sea Legacy about how they were hunting seals. And it's like, you know, vegans are like, <laughs> you have to be vegan. And it's like, 
you know, white people get this idea of like, oh, the best thing you can do is be vegan. And then we try to impose our will. Um, and, and, and that's just um, the, the white people imposing our will is one of the biggest problems this earth has ever had. So the biggest thing we can do is back, back off because um, the problem with the planet is not Inuit people hunting. It's just, that's not, that's not the mass destruction that we're talking about over here. It's just not, and by the way, <clears throat> I'm vegetarian, so this isn't me talking shit or saying that it's not a good way to live. But, um, you know, as white, white people, you can have a big problem if you try to impose your will on other people. It's, it's a big spiritual problem. And um, I feel, uh, I mean, I know that I, I guess in a way I did a lot in this, in this, in this uh, podcast. But I, I hope that I was just making suggestions and my suggestions were light. Uh, it was just, hey, c- talk to people. Go on a walk and uh, engage. Uh, heal yourself. That's all I'm saying. So I hope that I wasn't too, again, I'm deprogramming myself. <clears throat> you know, that's why this year I've taken the opportunity to just shut up for a little bit. But um, in using my little baby platform that I have here, I'm going to say, um, yeah, white, white people, white vegans, back off. Um, take care of yourself. Do what you think is right for yourself. And have a little humility because you know who else was vegan? Fucking Hitler, okay? And he felt like he was such a good person with such great ideas on how to live that he had to impose his will um, quite quite extremely. Yeah, quite extremely, and it was devastating. And he just was so... He was an animal rights activist, and uh, he, he just, like, felt like, oh, like white people are better because like we eat this way. I don't know how he got that idea of like, oh, oh, we should all eat this way. Um, and that's what makes us better. And we will impose this and we'll all go to, you know, plant-based diets. And look, um, Hitler's problem wasn't that he was a vegetarian. Um, Hitler's problem was that he, uh, was evil. (laughs) No, no, that he, he, he wanted power and to impose his will. And there was not a, not a lot of humility involved there. He had his ideas, and he felt like he was right, and he went for it. And as white people, um, it, it's, it's our job to take a step back, if you, if you are white and listening, and uh, listen to um, communities of color and honestly like listen to indigenous people and, and what they say we should be doing for the planet right now and the way that we should be living and what we can fucking do for them um, and how we can fucking amend our behavior of breaking treaties and um, destroying their land. You know, maybe get involved with um, stopping the pipelines, um, stopping pipeline three. <clears throat> Anytime you can... Um, get involved in protecting the land and the water that indigenous people are asking us to help protect, that's a good way to go too. Um, So yeah, I'm just having a good Earth Day. (laughs) I hope you guys are having a good Earth Day too. Um, And let me know if you need anything from me. I'm still here. Um, I know that I've been quiet for a bit and it's been nice for everyone, I think. It's been time. And I just wanted to say that uh, I think you're all good people. 
Um, I really do. I think that uh, I saw so much amazing mutual aid happen this year. I saw so many beautiful things come out of this year. So many people working so hard to keep each other safe um, by wearing masks and staying inside. Uh, A lot of people sacrificed uh, a lot to keep each other safe. I know that you know, if you look at the media, it'll, it'll really focus on who didn't, and that's fine. But um, I know that you guys worked hard to um, keep yourselves and each other safe, and everything that you did for Black Lives Matter and are still doing, um, I don't know, keep it up, because it's way more boring to just give in to fascism. Let's not do that. That's not fun. Let's, let's imagine something better. Um... And, and, you know, every time that we feel that that's impossible, maybe just turn to each other and, and know that, um, that community and, and the planet and the ocean, it's a beautiful thing and it's worth putting our effort into, try to protect it. It's maybe one of the worthwhile things that we can do. So... I hope that you're all having fun and being good to yourselves and flossing and um, and that you don't know how much you mean to me uh, by clicking on this podcast and for even existing. Like, you, we need you guys. We need you. We need each other. And you have no idea the impact that you can make on, any, on it, anything. You don't know just humble yourself by knowing that uh, you you can try to make a difference and you will never know how much you have. And, and I love you. And um, I'm still struggling with foot fungus. I don't know what to do about that. My foot is um, really connected to nature in that way by growing a little little fungus species in my toenail, which um, is not attractive. And I'll, I'll update you guys on what goes on with that. Um, but thank you, and I hope you liked my um, opening number. That is Through Heaven's Eyes, which is from one of the best musicals, <laughs> which is um, the DreamWorks film The Prince of Egypt, Might I recommend that if you don't know what to do with yourself today? Gosh, the music in that film and the message of that song is um, basically you can't see yourself um, and you're part of a collective and you're a worker among workers and that's a beautiful thing and you're a beautiful person and I hope you have a happy Earth Day and... uh, Hope to see you at a comedy show soon. Hope you can get vaccinated. Um, Hope you can take in the wonders of modern science and mix that with um, ancient knowledge and connectedness. And uh, we'll come out on top. All right. Love you guys. Uh